everyone, it's your girl, Dr. Tomi, better known as Ama Abba. So today I'll be talking about mental health in this COVID-19 Wahala pandemic crisis. Mental health is key. Um, how are people dealing with stress during this pandemic outbreak? And we have a wonderful special guest today, y'all. I got my celebrity <laughs> queen. She's a TV, radio, celebrity, whole self-care, mental health specialist. I mean, she's jack of all trades. Her name is Mrs. Kiki Kirian Tomes. I call her Queen Kiki. Um, my big sis in Jamaica, Kingston. So thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, Queen. It's it's more than a pleasure being here with you. So I um I am so honored to have you on um my Wellness and Wahala podcast for you all that are tuning in for the first time. I'm a public health specialist and um, I talk about public health wellness topics and also current affairs wahala and Nigerian pidgin English wahala means issues and problems. And right now, I believe a lot of people are, ex- are experiencing, you know, high anxiety and fear yes. yeah. and stress and mental health is not something that's really talked about right now that needs to be, you know, on the forefront, you know, from mental health um, breakdowns from frontline workers to mental health, you know, just adjusting to a whole new schedule, you know, people are out of their normal routine. So what tips can you give us um, to dealing with stress and fear and anxiety um, during this pandemic? You know, here's the thing about this pandemic. It's really forcing a lot of persons to, um, well, it should mm-hmm. be encouraging persons to take a look within to see what areas they might need to work on to survive this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what you tend to be finding happening a lot right now is persons are so concerned about the externals, you know, how um, how are the bills going to be paid? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how am I going to survive? Especially those who are working on the front line, they're actually exposed to, to death and mm-hmm. despair. And if they aren't careful, then they can take that on to themselves and even take that home. And they might even question their own um, mortality or even question God. Mm -hmm. But I say in this time, if we're going to be questioning God in this pandemic, then it means that we would have to question ourselves because we are an expression of God. Mm -hmm. Right. So in the first place, I mean, you know, we won't get into the whole, you know, conspiracy theory of this, you know, COVID-19 or whatever it is. But with eight billion persons in the world, approximately, everybody has freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. Freedom of choice. And what's happening now is that a lot of our uh, or, or a majority of the persons are running off old programs, old programs that have not served them well, but they were so busy in their regular lives, they never had to stop to pay attention to these incorrect programs, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But now that the shutdown has happened and they're faced now with the internal struggles that they're having, <laughs> you tend to find that one, um, I hear that domestic abuse and killings are on the rise. Yes, um, <laughs> And Exactly, and I hear that, you know, couples are um, the divorce rate is on the on the increase as well, um, because this is just showing the the insecurities, the fragilities, the um, the, the the issues that were there and underlying for so long. 
<laughs> that it's now being put on that big billboard. So in terms of how we can manage stress in this pandemic, I think the first step is just to understanding a little bit more of who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just means what your programs are, what your beliefs are, what your insecurities are, what are the areas that you need to build up um, for yourself on an individual aspect um, before you head back out into the quote-unquote world when this entire ban is lifted. So at the end of the day, you have to really take account and work on self. Um, Working on self is never an easy one, two, three effort because Mm -hmm. you have to understand that you're dealing with years and years of being programmed. Your majority of the persons who are programmed have these insecure thoughts. Wow, yeah. I am, yeah, I am, I am, I'm unworthy. I'm stupid. I, I I can't make it. Life is hard. Life is full of struggles. It's already programmed. Nobody cares. Yeah. So we already have that negative programming. So, you know, how do you tell someone with a negative programming for the last 30 years of their lives that oh um now here's what you can do mm-hmm. <laughs> now you really need to take a look at where those negative thoughts are coming from and now you need to start positively affirming yourself that's like night and day but truthfully um it is the only thing that we can do right now in order to become better as individuals is just spend some time with ourselves spend some time with ourselves and start questioning what it is that was the printout of our life showing us first and foremost what is that printout of your life showing you? Because your life is going to dictate exactly what your thoughts have been creating. Wow. Right? Yes. So if you are having struggles and challenges financially, if you're having struggles and challenges in your relationship, if you're having struggles and challenges as um, in your role as a parent, if you're having struggles and challenges in your career or just individually as a person, it really goes right back to your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So you have to identify what thoughts you are having you know, when you wake up in the mornings and you open your eyes, what, what what's the thought? Because we have 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day and 75% and even more of those thoughts are negative. Yeah. And most of them don't even come to pass. So the battle is exactly. in the mind more than exactly. so, internally than yeah. externally. <laughs> exactly. So the battle really yeah. starts from the mind. But then mm-hmm. what takes us further is the battle that we're facing wasn't done by us if you Mm -hmm, get what i'm saying mm -hmm. so our earliest experiences between birth to seven would have programmed our mind to see the world through colored lens to see the world through a different perspective and there's a saying that says there's nothing good or bad it's just your perspective of it and that is what's happening now so Mm -hmm. most of us are running off subconscious programmings that are creating our, our, our our future and our current situation we don't like the printout of what it is but instead of fixing it we're focused on the externals and know the externals have been taken away and stripped from us we're left with nothing else but to look at ourselves really realistically realistically and you know and it's not i think just like you said some of these things were already programmed you know from birth to to seven years there's already patterns and and generational even cycles that you know that have already been there and that has bondage on us but i wanted to highlight some key statistics um I pulled up from Jamaica specifically, but um, it's alarming like gender-based violence um, and and sexual violence and physical violence all over the world. But specifically, um, I pulled up the United Nations Spotlight Initiative statistics for Jamaica and it states 28% of women experience physical or sexual violence over their, li- over their lifetime. In 2018, 70, 71% of girls under 18 who were victims of crime were raped. Two out of 10 girls aged 15 to 19 years 
thought it was okay for their husband or partner to hit them. 20%, see, so that's mindset. 20% of Jamaican women report being sexually abused as children. This is 2018, so this is pre-pandemic. And now, this pandemic, they said this statistic is worse. <laughs> so, um, sis, what do you think um, needs to be done? Because, you know, changing, having um, that mindset transformation, you know, a lot of us don't have the tools. We don't have the coaches, the mentors, um, and the people that are around us. Because many of us um, that are battling this crisis is, is passed down to us. You know what I'm saying? So just like you said, it was programmed as a child. Why? Because either you're, pro, you, you're programmed by your parents from birth to seven years. So if they have a negative, you know, mental health cycles and, you know, you, you have um, signs of like abuse in the family, you saw violence in your family, those things are programming into that child and it continues and they never had anybody there you know they never sought help either through a counselor through a self-care coach um any type of um, mental health specialist so how can we break these cycles um here's the first thing it's not going to all right the first thing is we have to look at those who are in power mm-hmm. because they're the ones who, who who wield the power to make these changes. Mm-hmm. And we have so many organizations out there who are um, doing their best and who are catering to persons who might be experiencing this. But unless you can tap into the psyche of a gentleman or a, a male who um, is the abuser, who is the aggressor, and find out where is that aggression coming from because that aggression is going to be coming from the beliefs that he holds about himself mm-hmm. and the beliefs that he holds about women on a whole mm-hmm. and unless the authorities uh, or the powers that be who have the, the, the power to make a change start identifying more and more um how to help these gentlemen first and foremost because that's where it's coming from then it might be a little bit more difficult to curtail because here's the challenge the challenge is when you have a woman who is uh, broken in terms of her self-image, her self-confidence, how she sees herself or views herself. And she finds herself, based on her low self-esteem, with a gentleman who is in this relationship for control, for power, for dominance, not necessarily for love, but because she's so insecure, she believes that he loves her. And his whole mandate is to make her feel like, like, like you know, she's his subject. You know, mm-hmm. he's using her to boost his poor self-esteem and his poor self-concept. Um, unless we get into the psyche of him to find out why he's doing it and then try to help the lady, you know what I mean, to express to her that this is not necessarily love this vicious cycle is going to continue and here's why it's gotten worse over the years because number one when someone is being or in 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 an abusive relationship love is involved Mm-hmm. Low level of low level concept of love, but love is still involved. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes they'll get hit and they'll turn around and they'll feel bad because they don't want to get the gentleman in trouble, especially mm-hmm. if children are involved. You know, it's these bonds and these ties that makes it so much more difficult to navigate this scope of domestic abuse. But what we have to do is whoever it is that has the power these organizations have to really not only address the lady but also address the gentleman so Mm -hmm. where are those initiatives that are going to help the gentleman come to terms with what it is that he is you know why 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 in the world do you think it's okay to inflict pain 
upon a woman. It, right. like he never was never taught the concept of a woman. Mm-hmm. You get it? Yes. And that's why where society has broken down. Then we also have the advent of pop culture, um, dance hall culture, whatever it is. And women have been placed in the same category as guns and money and cars and drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're in that same category. So or 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 feminine energy or divinity as women have been put in question for a very long time then on the other end of the spectrum we have our girls who are seeing uh, sexuality mm-hmm. uh, as being equated to love so i have to be a sexual being i have to wear this. i have to carry myself a certain way you know what i mean yeah. because this is what equates to love for me so when you have our queens who are no longer behaving like queens because they were never taught mm-hmm. and then you have our men who are never taught how to be men um who are now using their abuse of women to feel more like men it's a very vicious cycle but all i'm saying is our our organizations have to take a more direct approach Mm -hmm. and how they offer assistance and know that regular counseling is not the only way because you have to get persons to understand the power of who they are yes and And so my final thing is this the power of who you are is this when we die it's been scientifically proven that an energy source lingers in the room science Mm. can only evolve as much as technology evolves but here's the thing years ago they used to tell us that we're just bodies you know we evolved from the big bang theory but no science with technology has evolved to say your energy lingers in the room after you die and i ask what is that energy Uh people will say okay that energy is your soul your spirit your soul exactly Uh it is your soul so therefore where does your soul come from It would come from the source that created the creator. you. So it means, right? So it means that you have the <laughs> yes. spirit of the creator in you. Yes, so greater is he in me. And I say, Ooh. right. And I say, on a side, I say, for example, um, I am. <laughs> God being expressed as Carrie. Yes. And I'm not blaspheming at yes. all because I'm not saying I am God. But collectively, everyone Because that's your father. He world, created you and he's in exactly, you. Yeah. Every every one of us in this world all eight billion of us have the same energy it's the same energy source that's keeping us alive yes right yes but again we have a broken concept of um of life society the community politics everything politics everything have all influenced yes. how we now see ourselves yes. and it's just it's just a sad turn of events but in this pandemic the only way that persons can escape this pandemic unscathed mm-hmm. is to actually go within and look within themselves Whew. and just ask what type of life do i want to live what type yes. of life do i deserve like a self-audit so, <laughs> exactly you yeah. have to yeah. and then like most persons when they stand up in the mirror they stand in the mirror for only two reasons Mm-hmm. either to criticize themselves or to fix something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people can hardly even stand in the mirror and look at themselves dead in their eyes and say i love you mm-hmm. and i think unless we're able to start doing that and start loving ourselves then we're going to continue being lost sheep right right and and you just ended that suggestion on a good point about you know loving ourselves how can we love others 
you know, yeah. and serve others and even serve our creator, you know, when we don't even love ourselves and right. even know, you know, the power that we have, just like you said, within us, you know, greater is he, yeah. I am love, I am I light, am. you know, I am. Um, those are the powerful things. I yes, I am right. just knowing the power that you have. Um, and, and, and that, that is just phenomenal. Um, and breaking that type of, of mindset. And, you know, I just yeah. want to thank you because you're, you're one of the people that really God put in my life to, to break that mindset and, and to, and to get my power back, you know, because, um, we are so programmed and nobody sits down and takes the time, um, to, to really help us. And, 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 you know, I don't blame people, you know, when they see you going through those type of cycles and they've been through it too, they never sought help from the right source. Um, so that gets me to my next point. Like, how can people contact you? What are the projects that you have? One of the things that, um, I participated with you was, was a self-care, you know, for the whole weekend. And it was a transformational. Um, at first I was like, Oh, is this a normal conference where, you know, we're just going (laughs) to sit down and take notes. You know, I've been to one of those. I was really hesitant, but this was, I'm telling you, you all, it was life changing. When I say transformational, So um, as I was saying, one of the great things um, and turning point in my life was meeting you and being able to go on that three day um, retreat. At first, I was hesitant, like, uh, uh-uh, you know, I can't, you know, go away for like three days. It's just going to be a conference, probably taking notes. And it was just transformational, like the mood, the spirit, just the ambiance. So I just wanted you to talk a little about that. And, you know, what projects do you have um, in store now, even though we're in a pandemic, but, you know, virtually um, people, how can people also get in touch with you? Well, first they can find me on Instagram at AlignedJA, that's A-L-I-G-N-E-D, AlignedJA, and we're open for whatever services they might need, you know, if they prefer a one-on-one, you know, consultation, or if they want more uh, in-depth e-health type services, um, we're there to offer that as well. Um, And I think for me, here's what I'd like to change, sis, Queen. I'd love to be able to change the narrative um, of the billions of people across the world, because what we tend to forget is that as much as we're talking about the gentlemen who are you know abusive towards women or the mother who might be abusive to her children or the gentleman who rapes or the gentleman who murders mm-hmm. um it's so easy to look at someone's actions and just say, oh my God, no, you don't even worth it. You're not even, you don't even deserve to be alive type mm-hmm. thing. However, the same energy source is what keeps us all here. Mm-hmm. It just means that the person who is doing and committing these heinous acts and these heinous crimes, ha- they have no idea about the truth of who they are. Mm-hmm. No, we know that we have persons who are just really, really evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Genuinely just no care or regard you know what I mean right. for for the world but we have to remember that they were created too right right because right. every child comes into this world pure I have never seen a child born and just say and I'm going wicked. to take up a gun and yes. kill right. <laughs> it's my mandate to rape right. no, it comes from programming right. the programming for society you right. do have persons society, the environment, family, right. bloodline all of that Yeah. Right. and then some persons might actually have mental health issues yeah. you know what I mean? many of them 
many Ariel's mental health issues that need that need clinical treatment mm-hmm. that go undetected or unnoticed because again there's this taboo about mental health they think when 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 we say mental health and we speak about mental health people automatically think of someone who needs to go in an asylum right but yeah. did you know historically queen why it is that persons are so afraid of discussing mental health do, do you know where it came from no in history when our slaves and our forefathers, for example, and I don't use the word slaves because yes. it just means mental slavery more than anything right, else. Right, you know what I mean? Right. When, 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 when our, 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 our forefathers were oppressed or if they displayed any sign, quote unquote, of mental health issues, they were killed for it. Wow. Sometimes they were burnt. So it was like a taboo. It's a weakness. Don't yeah, be, yeah, so therefore it meant that if the other, you mm. know, if other forefathers were seeing their brothers, their mothers, their sisters being lynched and killed and, you know, <laughs> and, and, and suffering death because they had a mental health issue, then it means that my role is to pretend that I have it all together even when I'm crumbling. <laughs> wow. And that's the world that we live in. And we that's all exactly. We have, have been taught, yeah. right, to put on a brave face, to, to put we have to pray it through Mm -hmm. right we have to do all of this but the core fact is this we have to really understand that our entire world is created from our thoughts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our entire world is created on our thoughts Mm -hmm. so we have two mothers who suffer the loss of their children right two mothers one mother loses her child and drowns queen drones in despair and sadness and anger and resentment and cannot get her life together and her heart is literally broken and she suffers in pain at the loss every day until she dies and takes her last breath the other mother loses her child and says you know what I'm not going to allow this to kill me. I am going to give thanks for the fact that my child lived and I miss my child, but I'll find some way to keep my child's memory alive. Mm-hmm. And let's say this mother starts a foundation in the name of her child, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, now, yes, you know, yes. she she's getting, she starts this foundation, she gets contributions, and now, just in the loss of her child, she's been able to use that loss to bless the lives of others. Mm-hmm. That's the core of who we are. Yes. Yes. Every painful experience we have, Queen, is never for us. It's a lifeline to help others. Huh. There you go. That's Powerful. It. <laughs> Powerful. That's it. That's Powerful, it. Queen. As, you know, I think that that is just a word in season and out of season. So during this pandemic, um, that's, I think, should be number one priority to work on is transforming our minds um, yeah. and, you know, and not, you know be in the midst of fear, you know, activate your faith, you know, there's power in your word. Just like you said, you know, I am light. I am love. You know, I am courageous. I am beautiful. You know, there is power in what you say and what you, what you can, what you have a vision, even if you don't see it physically now, you know, but if you have dreams and vision, you can speak it into existence. You don't, you know, you don't have to, um, down yourself because there's also power in saying negative words. I believe a lot of us are in bondage and I wasn't a lot of bondage by talking down on myself and yes. not having the confidence, uh, you know, Amen. in myself and either whether it's being programmed, you know, by the things that I've said or mm-hmm. seen or, you know, society in general and not necessarily having the tools 
So please, you yeah. all, once again, it's align hard. GA. Yes, it's hard. But yeah. sis, there's I people mean, like that's you. What I just want to say that it is yeah. It is hard, though, because yeah. um, we've been, it's your mind, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. You have to try and become greater than your environment. Yeah. And that's the difficult part. Because you're going to get up and you're going to know hardships all your life. You've thought all your life that life is, is difficult. And, oh, the money is hard to come by. And, oh, you're broke. And nobody loves you. And you've been trained to think this way. And so mm-hmm. you create more of your reality. But when you tell someone who only knows this particular way of thinking that, hey, if you change your thoughts, you change your life, they can't believe that. Because if mm-hmm. they say to themselves, I am beautiful, but they really feel ugly on the inside, that will never work for them. Right. So one tip that I'm going to leave you with, because I just realized that I didn't give you a practical tip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to leave people with something practical. Yes. Is... Take a paper and literally write down all the negative beliefs that you might have about yourself. Look at your life, see how you're living. How's your finances? How's your relationship? How's your parenting skills if you're a parent? How is your health? How are you with yourself? You know, what are your personal goals? Just look at a broad brush um, view of what your life is showing you. What what is the printout of your life? And Mm -hmm. once you do that, write down the beliefs that you've been having, the incorrect beliefs, and literally write the opposite of those beliefs so if your Hmm. belief is i money is hard to come by um i'm not worthy of making money everybody else is has an ability to be rich but me for Hmm. for example you could flip that and say money is wherever i I make it like money comes to me easily i have all the skills that i need inside of me to earn money i i am capable of earning money once you do that here's the key though if you can get your phone most persons have a smartphone right now and literally take your recorder the, the recording device on your phone and record your voice saying what your new beliefs are those affirmations yes yes affirmations but here's when you use your affirmations the most to get through to your subconscious mind because remember we're running on the the subconscious scripts that have been running since we were zero to seven years old right Mm -hmm. so what we do now is just before we go to bed listen to the affirmations because we when we're falling asleep that's when the subconscious mind becomes active right Mm -hmm. when we get into just before we head into delta which is like the deepest state of sleep we head into a state called theta and when we get into theta that's where the imaginary world and reality coexist right so to speak so when you're listening in a state of theta by the time you hit delta and you're fast asleep you're literally programming your subconscious mind Hmm. and it's your 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 you're hearing your own voice (laughs) so this becomes even more real right and if you have this thing and you play it throughout the day without you making any major effort or conscious effort you'll start feeling differently and start thinking differently but Mm -hmm. the key is commitment discipline and devotion to yourself you have to want better to do better to make the changes that you want wow commitment discipline and devotion i love that practical step and, and and writing you know down so all of you all that's listening, all my fans, Wellness and Wahala podcast, please use these steps and these tips. It is extremely important to get back in alignment. That's why I love um, what you said, the Align JA. Um, you can reach her on Instagram, on all the social media outlets. And 
you can get the assistance that you need. And, you know, I thank God for the power of technology. She's based in Jamaica. You can be based anywhere in the world through the power of technology. You can reach out um, by social media, by email. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your wonderful tips. And I will leave you. you all with the African proverb of the week. I found this great African proverb. It says, you cannot beat a child to take away its tears. Once again, you cannot beat a child up to take away its tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically um, saying that, you know, <laughs> it's a mental health um, African proverb that, you know, you're, yeah. you're trying to discipline the child. You can't beat them, you know, beat yeah. it in them. You know, there's ways um, to mm-hmm. cope with this and, and there's patterns and cycles that we need to, that we need to stop, you know, and, uh, and there's power, there's more power in words than trying Amen. to beat it into somebody or um, using violence or um, something Amen. negative. So thank you so much for the thank power you, of your words, um, Mrs. You. Kiki, Queen. One love and bless up. I miss you guys. Thank, thank you. you.